Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I just love how much the ball moves. Honestly, um, you have three future Hall of Famers on the court, to be honest with you. And, you know, they're not trying to seek their own um, points, their own shots. And everybody's getting touches. Everybody's getting open looks. And, and I think the greatest thing is, you know, when you watch it, they want everybody else to succeed as well. And I think that's contagious, and you want to be a part of that. Now back to 95.7 The Game. Brand new warrior Dante DiVincenzo. We're talking about the Warriors here and James Wiseman because it's been an interesting offseason and because James Wiseman is scheduled to make his summer league debut uh, this afternoon against the Spurs. It's Gleason and Styles, Whitey Gleason, Allen Styles on 95.7 The Game. Text line has been very productive all show long. Thank you. Phone lines as well. Comcast Business text line. 888-957-9570. This is an interesting one, Alan. Uh, someone says, this organization has done everything necessary to allow fans and press to trust the system. Why all the complaints? I'm just confused. Well, I don't I don't mean to complain. As I said earlier, I think we're on the same page here, Alan. I'm not criticizing the Warriors for what they've done this offseason. You can understand why they've done it. It makes sense. And certainly they've shown unwillingness to spend money. That said, I mean, this is a this is a very interesting offseason. They're in a precarious situation here as they decide, okay, we lost Peyton, we lose uh, Porter, we lose Bielitsa, so what do we do about that? Now, on the one hand, you can say, oh, they'll be fine because they always are. I just think it's interesting to look at that and say, well, they, you know, this is this has been kind of a rough stretch for them. Not that they're doing anything wrong, but they're going to have to hope that things work out here. Yeah, I mean, defend. yeah, I mean, we tr- we trust them. All, all we're, again, stating is just the facts. Yeah. Two players have left. You re-signed Looney. You brought in DiVincenzo. You're expecting... The, the kiddos to, to step up. But last time I checked, I mean, Wiseman is finally getting on the court today. Well, I'm just saying as of 12.03 on July 10th, they need another piece. They need another bench piece. That's just, I'm not saying they're not going to get that bench piece, but I'm saying they don't have one right now. Mm-hmm. We can only talk about what's yeah. going on right now. Yeah. Yeah, we're not saying they don't know what they're doing. They're uh, we're just saying, wow, this is uh, they, they are facing some challenges yeah. here. I know you had some thoughts on uh, bridge bridging the gap. Bridging the gap. Let me just say this, if I may, about Wiggins first. I, you know, Wiggins and Wiseman. We finally learned to appreciate Wiggins when we got to a point where we stopped looking at him as much as he was first pick in the draft. 
You know, we just started looking at him as, what is he doing? What is, oh, he's, he's defending. He's playing well. He's actually scoring. He's aggressive. And I think we may at some point have to get there with Wiseman where we stop looking at him so much in terms of he was the second pick in the draft mm-hmm. and just start looking at, okay, can he play? How can he help you? The only thing I can say about that so far is that at least that draft was pretty weak. If he doesn't work out, it was a pretty weak draft. You get Anthony Edwards one, nominal Wiseman two, yeah. and again, yes, it was. I hate to say, even it's like saying Voldemort. Yet Lamelo Ball was three, really good player, yeah, but a fit right. They could not. And the Ob Toppins in there too, right? Ob Toppin, Kong Wu's a decent player, but not great. Well, honestly, you get to the bottom. You have Tyrese Maxey, yeah. Who besides Anthony right. Edwards, and you can make the. I don't know who's better, Tyrese Maxey or Lamelo, right now. I think Tyrese Maxey's better than De'Aaron Fox, by the way. Right, and yeah. he went twenty first, and then you have Desmond Bain at thirty, who. Yeah. He's a good player. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but everybody in between, I mean, Cole Anthony, who, who was last time we saw him, he was in the dunk contest with Timberlands on. It was in the worst. Uh, Denny Avdia. Denny uh, Avdia, who, yeah. I, again, these guys aren't done yet because they're all like, incredibly young, but at least it's not as if the Warriors. Book Knight's in there. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not as if Isaac Okoro, Patrick Williams, who I, I thought Patrick Williams, I know. There's some Bulls fans that aren't happy with Patrick Williams. He's hot and cold. So at the very Tyrese Halliburton at 12. Yeah. That's probably one of the, one of the sleepers. So not a terrible draft, but also not a bunch of you no, you're saying, right. man, you're, they you're, really, you're right. you're absolutely they really right. messed up. And again, when you're looking, anybody else in the Warriors situation probably takes Wiseman. These are guys, these are people that know much more basketball than we do. Well, and, and sometimes you swing and miss. Sometimes you yeah. just miss, mm-hmm. right? It is a gamble to some degree, but I hear what you're saying. As far we don't need him to be a number two, we need him to play. Yes, and we need him to be productive. Yes, that's what you need. You don't need to be the the number two pick per se. He's got to average twenty and eleven. You well. got you got to get on the floor, yeah. and and play and just burn minutes and and continue to improve. He's got to develop. He's all these so guys so far behind the curve, right? All these guys that we're talking about, they're getting reps, they're developing. And obviously, yes, it's injury, but you got to get out there and I think the issue now is this is why this is why and to that texter's point about questioning, we're not questioning, but this is uncharted waters because the Warriors, their young players have never really needed to do that much. I mean, think about the the Jordan Bells and the Patrick McCaws of the world. They were nice to have. Jacob Evans. Jacob Evans. I mean, because they've always drafted so low. The Warriors having drafted so low as in, you know, they're drafting yeah, late right. because they've been winning championships. So you have those off years and now you have these guys that you have a number two pick. You have some lottery picks here. All right, well, this, so this is new. So nobody is not trusting the Warriors, but this is the first time they're starting to hand the keys over again. Mm-hmm. We've talked about getting your license and getting your permit. Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, and you can put Wiseman in that category too. I wouldn't put Poole in that category anymore. He's got his license, but these guys are going to get their permits this season. And if you know anything about permits, you got to log them those hours. you got to drive around. So... We're used to the Warriors not doing too much because they never have the money like that or haven't had the money like that lately, but we're not used to it as in these guys that can't even go to the bar and grab a drink, they are going to get significant minutes next season. Mm -hmm. So if anybody is just a little worried about that, I don't think anyone can say why because you don't know. 
And if you sit there, I've seen before, Warriors, this is going to be, we're just going to keep rolling. We're going to keep doing this. Maybe, but you can't tell me you know that. And I can't tell you that they're not. The, the truth is, nobody knows. Right. Nobody Even knows. the people that made the decisions. None of us. None of us. Nobody knows what Wiseman's going to end up being. Nobody knows what Kaminga's going to end up being. Or Moses Moody. We have ideas, but nobody knows. So anybody, I don't think it's a matter of questioning the the organization in the front office. It's just a different situation that we haven't been in in a while. Yeah, and this has been the plan, and now it's time. We're getting to the point now where, okay, the younger players are going to have more responsibility. Can they respond to it uh, favorably? Maybe, but we have to see, right? Mm -hmm. So that's and 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 we just I can't wait to see Wiseman play. And then I, I think anyone who's followed this knows, given his you know his knee, the real test will be how does he feel tomorrow? And then they have another game. What they have two more games this week, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they play Boston, and I think they play. I forget who they play after that. Oklahoma City, maybe. Anyway, we got to see him play. Yeah. yeah, can he stay on the floor? And then. Then, okay, we'll ramp up from there. But he's been so far behind the curve. They shut him down, Alan, as you know, so early last year. They shut him down before the playoffs started. And the playoffs went on into June, but they shut him down like in April. Mm -hmm. So they must have known he either, A, he just is not going to be in position to help us, or B, he's hurt worse than we thought. Uh, I, yeah, ramp up, ramp down, ramp up, ramp down. I got to get out to Summer League, by the way, one of these years. It's in, really in Vegas. Fun. I've heard great things. I did spring training for the first time in Arizona. That was a lot of fun. I, I got to cross Summer League off my list. But go, go into the James Wiseman. And then during the playoffs, he says something to the effect of, I'm ready to play. Then you don't even play the California Classic. That's where it's getting bizarre. Mm -hmm. It's just getting bizarre. Nobody wants to have these questions. But getting back to the whole, you know, handing over the keys and the permit and the bridging the gap, when Joe Lacob is doing this victory lap as far as bridging the gap, let's be very clear. Bridging the gap just means after the core leaves, we're not the Detroit Pistons and we need lottery picks and all this stuff. Bridging the gap means you're going to be competitive. It doesn't mean that this thing is going to keep rolling. Maybe you continue to win championships. Who knows? But I think a lot of people feel that bridging the gap means more championships, more dynasty. Nobody knows. Bridging the gap just means we're hoping to still be a competitive team when these guys leave. He's quoted, and I think it again was in that Ethan Strauss book where Joe Lacob, and maybe it was somewhere else I read it, but he says to that point, if I remember correctly, essentially he says, look, everyone says you win and then you have to rebuild and you lose, then you win again. And Joe Lacob says, why does it have to be that way? Why can't you just keep winning? Mm -hmm. So that's, well, you can do that, but it's really tough. You got to thread the needle. And that's what this two timeline thing has been all about. Yeah. Trying to make sure that when the core ages and you won a championship this year. So no matter what happens from here, it's like it's a hugely successful season. But now the young guys, we've been grooming them for this. And next year, you're going to need a lot more from those guys. And we'll see. So let's let's do this in the way of examples. Did the Spurs successfully bridge the gap? Would you say yes? They did, but the weird thing about that, and not to take us off that path onto another, but you know, they won their first one in 99 and their fifth one in 2014. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Five titles spread out over a long time. But yeah, when they had, you know, Duncan and Ginobili and Tony Parker and a lot of other good players in there, including, you know, Kawhi later on, they were consistently a very good team. I do think it is a good example, though, because you have those three players and then they left and the Spurs are and 
to be honest, let, let, let's just keep rolling here. As far as bridging the gap, do you even want to be in the Spurs position, though? Because what are we doing with the Spurs? You're, you're, you don't lose enough to get lottery picks. You don't win enough to move the needle. Popovich is just there chilling. We don't know where he's retiring. So is what bridging the gap? I don't think Bob Myers and Joe Lacob want to bridge the gap like that. I mean, that wasn't really even bridging the gap. That was just Tim Duncan in the in the core. Right. Once they left and they weren't able to hang on to Kawhi, it just went down the tube. And now they just got rid of DeJounte Murray. Yeah. So it does look like they've decided, all right, we're going to have to plow it under. So they tried. Bit. Yeah. They tried. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're you're right. That's like the worst place to be and and you can apply this to other sports too, but especially in the NBA in lim- in is where yeah. I mean, I know I mentioned them before, Sacramento the last few years has been we gotta make the playoffs, gotta make the playoffs, and they haven't been good enough for that, and they haven't been bad enough to really get the high draft picks, and mm-hmm. so that's where you are. Twenty whatever years without a playoff spot because you're stuck right there. Yeah. In that lower middle. You do not want to be there. So I wouldn't think they're talking about bridging the gap as far as, well, we're going to hit on, and obviously yeah. everybody does, but we're going to hit hit on Kaminga. And, and we hate to say it. The plan is to stay, yeah, the upper echelon team mm-hmm. consistently over an extended period. And again, the only reason they were able to pull this off is because they stunk. When Clay was out and Cap was here. out. Yeah. Because they stunk. And they got really lucky on Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. And he worked his tail off. Yep. Yeah. And now, one of the seasons that they stunk, what do you get back? James Wiseman. You can't get him on the court. Mm-hmm. So this is huge today. Mm-hmm. This is huge. Wiseman watch 2022. Yeah. Here we go. I'm very excited about it. I really am. Mm-hmm. And I still, I now I'm going to get negative. I still think there's there's reason to question, based on what we have seen of him before he got hurt, there's reason to question whether he's, he's even going to be that good. But that's not fair to bring up today. We just want to see him yeah, on the court. We, let's see him on the yeah. court. All right. Yeah. Get some. Get his value up. Start yeah. trending in the right direction. Right. Right. We'll see. Yeah. I worry about him whether he's going to be satisfied with doing what the the Warriors need from a center. But he can shoot though. I know he can shoot. I know he's got that. I you know lefties. Lefties of the world unite. You know uh-huh. me, myself, Wiseman, James Harden, all of us lefties got to stick together. I'm not he, a lefty, but I use chopsticks left-handed, so I'd like to be an honorary member. Yeah, I don't even let in members that don't like. Didn't Tim Lincecum hit lefty but throw righty? I don't even know if I want to let Bumgarner in because he hit righty. You know, it's really rare. There were a few guys who bat right, throw left. That's really rare. But there were, I think that was that was was Bumgarner. That was Bumgarner. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bat left. That's the that's a the throw left bat right is an awful combination. Yeah, for a pitcher it's okay. For a pitcher it doesn't really matter. Well, no, for a pitcher it's bad too because your left arm is exposed. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Terrible. Yeah. 888-957-9570. Speaking of all the uh, computations and ramifications of team building, you know, Dame Lillard said something I thought was really interesting. He spoke yesterday at a news conference announcing his two-year extension with the Blazers. And he was asked about how he doubled down on a, a desire to stay in Portland through thick and thin. And Dame Lillard said, quote, I've always said that if I do something that goes against who I am, and say I do end up winning, I know me better than any of y'all know me. So I'd be happy with it because I don't think anybody wouldn't be happy being a champion. But it wouldn't be as fulfilling to me as I would want that moment to be. As long as I have an opportunity to do it, a good opportunity to compete for a title, I'm willing to go out 
However, so what, it, what he's saying is, I want to stay here. I want to be known as a guy who stuck with his team and committed to his team long-term and won a championship that way. We just saw Giannis did it a couple years ago. I have to admit, when I saw that, I thought, oh, that's so cool. But is that, what do you think? It's a matter of opinion. If he feels that way, we can't say he's right or wrong. But is that the quote-unquote right way to do it? But you have he, less respect for somebody who didn't do it that way? But isn't he essentially saying that he, he's going down with the ship either way? He, he's saying... I want to win one here, and if I don't win one, that's okay. That's basically what he's saying mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in so many words. And I appreciate that part of it because there's a good chance that he won't win one. There's a better chance that he won't win one than he will win one because you have the Warriors. We've, we've gone over the Western Conference already. I just don't see Dame getting the ring. As far as the right way... You know, you saw what he posted a few weeks ago. He KD. and KD and Blazer. Yeah, and then KD's brother mm. shot it down immediately. <laughs> so I didn't know that. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> he knows the only way they're going to get players is they're through a trade. Though. Yeah. You know, they they well, they got GP2 in a free agent signing, but and the the text line is chiming in. You got to trust your gut, Whitey. You were right on with Ricky Henderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you to yeah. trust Mark it. Mark Carrion, too, I remember. Yeah, yeah. there yeah. you go. Yeah. But... My my thing with Damian Lillard is that it's it's an interesting thought because he's got he's gonna get paid a boatload of money or he's gotten paid a boatload of money. He wants to win. I think for me, how much has he gone to the organization and said, We need to figure out a way to do something? We need some type of blockbuster trade. Or, or or something. I think the problems that I have sometimes with Dame is that I always say exceeding expectations is a lot easier than meeting them. Mm -hmm. So Dame, he's not running for. He's definitely not. He's not running from the grind. I wouldn't say. But at the same time, I I have a bank account that's essentially unlimited. I don't really have any expectations. So if whatever I do, everybody can say, well, Dame never left. Dame never left, but he never put himself in a position not to say, and again, that's the thing. We can't get mad, and I don't want, and I'm catching myself because we can't get mad at Kevin Durant. Can we? Can we get mad at Kevin Durant for requesting a trade, but then also say, well, Damian Lillard, da da da, you know, didn't really try his darndest to get a ring? I don't think we can do both. So I'm going to try my best to not do both. But it does seem, but I will say, whether you're Damian Lillard or Bradley Beal, there is some level of, they're just chilling. They're just chilling. You can sit there and say, I want a championship here. I want a championship here. And, and just continue to say that. But Bradley Beal is worse. Because if Bradley Beal tells us that he wants to win, you, stop it. You're literally lying to me. You're lying to me. Just say you wanted to get paid over $200 million and you want to chill in Washington. Because, come on now. Come on. I think both of them have already passed the threshold. That was, you know, Kevin Durant. Did he stay long enough in, in OKC or LeBron? Both of them did, by the way. Damian Lillard and Bradley Beal have passed that threshold. Now it's really on them. If Damian Lillard said to the said to the Blazers, I want, to, I want out. Essentially, Matthew Stafford. Now, Matthew Stafford was worse because they weren't even sniffing the playoffs. Damian Lillard has been to Western Conference Finals and things like that. But if Damian said, I want out, nobody would say, he left Portland. So he doesn't have that hanging over him. This is his decision to just say, I want to stay in Portland. And 
is a, is part of that. I would say a part of that might be, hey, there aren't any expectations in Portland. Hmm. Whatever he does, he's going to be looked at as that's our guy. And that's a different way of spitting this. And even if you're Portland, and unless you do, if I don't know if Dame has said, I want, I want this blockbuster trade. You got to make something happen. Doesn't seem to be his persona. If you're Portland, hey, we're Portland. We can't get big name free agents. It all has to be done through trades. Like we were just talking about, we're, we're a higher level of being stuck in that middle ground where we go to the conference semis, we go to the conference finals a couple times, we're putting butts in the seats. That's what we're doing. And, and at the end of the day, is that a, it's a business and there's probably still making money out there. Yeah. So they would never say that because if you're a Portland fan, you definitely don't want to hear that. And maybe one day Dame does mess around and get a trade. But it ain't happening right now. And the thing about Giannis, a lot of things just have to come together. So I think if anything, we're mo- we're moving towards a situation where maybe rings do mean less. And Charles Barkley in 20 years will be looked at differently because of Dame just saying, I'm just staying loyal to my soil. He's been loyal to Oakland. Now he's loyal to Portland. That's what it is. I don't know. There's a lot of ways to look at it. But I feel like simply saying, I, I don't want to sit there and just do the lazy man someone get dame some help dame this dame that because i do feel he like he has enough power to make something happen i think he has exerted that power to a degree and maybe he hasn't mm-hmm. been as outspoken as some players but you know they brought in the coach that he wanted they did pull off uh basically they reworked things restructured the organization when they traded cj mccollum who by the way i was so happy that he played so well in new orleans he did a great job so you know a lot of that was designed whether dame was really demanding it or not it was designed to make sure that he decided to stay he said that he had to tune out some of the noise from people saying you got to move on to win a championship but i i don't begrudge a player Let's use Durant as an example. He left. OKC won a championship. I don't begrudge that at all. Uh, LeBron left, went to Miami. Chris Bosh. Yeah, I don't begrudge that. But I do, to me, the way Giannis did it, um, there's there something noble about it. That's not to say it isn't noble to do it the other way, but I did. I just, I'll never forget uh, Giannis and, and Budenholzer, and I think Middleton was in there too when they won the championship and they were hugging. I just thought, Wow, that's really cool that he decided to stay. Good for him. But on the text line here, um, the thing about the Lillard situation is they're going to need to bring in a star for him to win a chip championship anyway. It's not any different than Dame going out and joining another team. Uh, maybe not. I, to me, there's something to be said for sticking it out. I admire it, although I don't hold it against anybody who decides, nah, this ain't for me. I'm out of here. Well, yeah, but I think the most important part of Dame is just saying... I'd rather, essentially he's saying, I'd rather stay here and possibly not win one than chase rings. That's mm-hmm. what he's saying. But there's a good chance that he's not going to get a ring. I mean, yeah, let's look around. Yeah, yeah. You look at Giannis, the Eastern Conference was, it. some people think the Eastern Conference is stronger now. I, I don't think that's necessarily true. But Giannis, they were getting through the East. They do it. This is a year where the Warriors are down. And they beat the Suns. What's interesting about all this is it's hard to even, if we sit there, and think about the past champions, the Warriors skew all of this because you have the Warriors, you have the Giannis year, which is a year we can all hold on to. But besides that, you have a bunch of Warriors, the Cavs, who that's, you have the Warriors and you have LeBron over the last couple decades. Mm-hmm. So we don't really have any, we don't even have, besides the Giannis situation, we don't even have a 
an example to use with Damian Lillard. And the Warriors aren't done. And the and and the the West isn't going anywhere. The, the, if you look at the Blazers, I mean, you can sit there and say, good for Dame. But also, I mean, what is he, 31, 32 years old? Chances are he's not going to get a ring. And if he he cares more about being loyal to Portland, then that's fine. But as presently constructed, he's not getting a ring. I'll tell you what, though, this is really good for the NBA, and maybe it was just a matter of Dame, and it's a matter of Dame doing what Dame wants to do. But for the NBA to see players like Beal, too, whatever the reasons for them to stay, the system is supposed to be designed so that players do that because mm-hmm. they don't like, especially the small market teams, like all the good players are leaving. That's terrible. So the NBA, to a degree, they, they, uh, they let out a sigh of relief that, okay, Dame is staying because we want we want our small market teams to be able to keep. You need parity. Names. Yeah. You need, you need some yeah. type of parity. So I guess thank you, Bradley Beal, but also <laughs> don't tell me that you care about winning Bradley Beal. Charlie joins us from New York City. Charlie, how are you? It's been a while. Hope you're well. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. Um, it's a lot easier for Damian, uh, Dame Lillard to stay when he's making $60 million a year for the next couple of years, too. Thank yes, you. Yes. No, no, no disrespect to him, but if, if he really wanted to, I, I, don't, I don't know how it is with, with basketball in terms of that. But in football, there was Brady who would take pay cuts to make sure he was able to fill out his roster. Um, I'm, he athletes deserve every penny they can get but you know how him making 60 million dollars a year how does that affect what they can put into the Ross the rest of the team so anyway that, I, I wasn't calling about Lillard but you guys were talking about that I wanted to talk about the uh, Warriors um now uh, I, I'm assuming they're not going to trade for KD uh it, it seems unlikely you were talking about having maybe filling out the team with a couple of a uh, 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 couple of veterans. Um, if I threw some names out, I just get your feedback on it. Now uh, I'm excited about Wiseman. I don't know why because he hasn't shown anything. Uh, but if do you think if it was Wiseman and Looney, if they added someone, and I I I, I, I don't condone this, but someone like a Dwight Howard or or a Boogie Cousins. Or would you look to fill out, because I don't know how many spots are remaining, maybe one or two, or would you want a wing player like a, a, a Carmelo Anthony or the other name that uh, kept popping into my head? He's not he's not available yet, but I assume he's going to be bought out, um, and I'd love to see him play with uh, Draymond, is uh, Pat Beverly. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so those are just some names I'm throwing out. Um, uh, I just wanted to get your input, or, or if there's someone else. I don't know who's available, an Avery Bradley perhaps. Um, but I was just thinking to help with the, the, the development of Wiseman and not to put too much pressure on him, maybe bringing in another big man. Um, uh, again, I'm not a fan of Dwight gotcha. Howard. Uh, Boogie, I like. But anyway, I'll, I'll listen to you guys off uh, off the phone and uh, keep listening. All right. Thank you, Charlie. Appreciate that. Yeah, we will address your concerns and look at the Warriors roster going forward this summer. Next, also, does Summer League matter? Well, it does today. That more as we wrap things up here. Styles and Gleason on 95.7 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... 
what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Now back to 95.7 The Game. Big topic here, James Wiseman and the Warriors offseason, but I got to say the big topic off the air and in the uh, control room, you know, Shamari's in here. He's getting ready to take over with uh, Dan Devone. Is a new Thor movie. Mm, yeah. Love and Thunder. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to steal Shamari's Thunder. I'm sure he'll have some thoughts on that. But uh, didn't he say he liked it better than Doctor Strange? Liked it better wow. than Doctor Strange. Wow. For me, I have to I have to check it out. I believe it's Christian Bale who's the villain. I'm all I'm all about the villain. I need a good villain to like the movie. So I need to talk to Shamari. That right is before. Christian Bale. Okay, because you know Christian I saw Bale. him on the previews. Yeah, was like, and my wife said, "Hey, isn't that?" And I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about," but I think she. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I think be. you're right. Yeah, yeah. So I got. <laughs> it's all about the 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 villain to me. So I'll talk to Shamari. Shamari knows all things. He, Shamari, I was on with him a couple days ago. And he leads by saying, I'm not really into comic books. And then proceeds to give <laughs> a, an, an explanation, you know, co- a comparison with a, a deep dive into a comic that I had never even heard of. Really? And I told him, I said, Shamari, you're into comics. Yeah. I, he's like, there, I said, there might be people more into comics, but what you just said sounded like another language to probably... He's in denial a little 70% bit. Seventy percent of the audience, yeah, about he's, how deep into comics he's in denial he is. of his yeah. of his geekness. Just just own it, Shamari. Just own it. <laughs> hey, who do you think right now is the uh, in in the Warriors universe? Who's their biggest villain right now? Wait, no. By, by the way, I, I fully embrace my nerdness. I'm just saying, I, I'm with it. But <laughs> get also, out of here. You I got four hours after this. Get out of here. So I feel inferior to them in some ways. Get out of here. <laughs> Hogan High. Yeah. Hogan High is Shamari Block. Um, who's the, is it still? Is it Memphis? LeBron? Like a guy. Mm. Like, yeah. It's got to really be LeBron. Le- is it still? But LeBron, I feel like that's tough because LeBron is a lot of teams nemesis, but mm-hmm. LeBron, you got the 2016, the 3-1. I mean, that'll never go away. Anytime the Warriors play LeBron, you get up for that game. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter what the record. Throw, what do they say in uh, rivalry games? Throw the records out the window. That's how That's how it is whenever you play LeBron. Because who else would it be? Yeah. Used to be Harden, you know, when they were playing the Rockets in the big game. You thought it was, yeah. you thought there was going to be, yeah, it was Harden for a bit. CP3. I think Luka could, it still could become Luka. CP3. Yes. Yes. CP3 is one of them. You thought maybe KD, there could be some finals, but they could Boston didn't really have anybody no. on that team. Well, that, Boston, uh, you talk about a boring well, team. Well, smart. I mean, people don't yeah. like smart because of what he did to surf, surf flop a lot. Yeah. 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 So Boston was a boring team. 
That would have been. A, I'm glad the Warriors won because that would have been a boring parade. Oh, that whole fest. thing isn't amazing. The way you know, Game Four and Boston had that lead in the fourth quarter, and the whole thing just not only did it flip, but it was like the Warriors almost announced. By the way, everyone, we have this team figured out now, and they cannot beat us from this yeah. point going forward. No more. Yeah, no more. And shout out Dan Devone, who's going to be on next. We sat down after Game Three, and he said, "This one is over." The Celtics are too fast, too athletic, too young. This one is over. And I will never, ever let him live that down. Ever. <laughs> you didn't agree with him at the time? Absolutely not. Okay. I, I, I said multiple times, this is Dan Devone speaking, not Alan Styles. Multiple times. All right. All right. Well, speaking of the Warriors' future, Charlie just called anyone, and I know we've talked about it, some of these some of these names already. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you see any of these names in the Warriors' future? Uh, Dwight Howard, Boogie Cousins, Carmelo Anthony, and I think he mentioned Patrick Beverly. Of those four, I might consider Patrick Beverly. I doubt that he'll be available at my price. Um, but the other three, Boogie, Dwight Howard, just not mobile enough, I don't think, to defend the way I need centers to defend. Carmelo, inefficient score, I'm just not interested. Yeah, I would go. I know you like Boogie, and a lot of people on the sex line like it, Boogie. You have to be. Charlie a, likes Boogie, too. If, I think. You, if you don't want to go traditional center, I would look at Hernan Gomez because now you're going the be elites route a little bit. Yeah. You can shoot the three ball, and he can pass. It makes sense to me that they would look at that, too. We'll see. Right. Spitta in Walnut Creek would love the Warriors to get Dwight Howard. The Warriors wanted to get Dwight when he left the Magic. I would love, in all caps, getting Dwight Howard. You have to be able to pass out of that center position. Yes, so I'm, I am point. worried about that a little yeah. bit. Defense, you know, defense or offensively. Mm, he gives you rebounding, know. right? He well, gives you rebounding what? for sure. The Warriors last year, it was one of the biggest surprises. Steve Kerr said at one point early in the year, the biggest surprise this year is how well we're rebounding, defensive rebounding. I know it was an issue here or there, but overall, they did a really good job. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that there's a real need there for what Dwight Howard brings you, given all the minuses and the problems that also. Right. I mean, he's still a liability yeah. at the free throw yeah. line. Yeah. So when you look at what the Warriors currently have, I personally think why you could go in the Bielitsa route because whoever, if you go the Bielitsa route and you get Hernan Gomez, he could get legit minutes. Now, how good he's going to be, that's another question. You go the center route and you look at the centers available, this is really just an insurance plan mm-hmm. in case Wiseman. You're not planning on Dwight. You're not planning on any of the centers that we, Dwight, Boogie. The hope is that you really never see them. Yeah, I think <laughs> they would probably do nothing on that front now. But if for whatever reason they got through camp even and Wiseman, just like we for whatever we can't count on them physically, then I think that they they would make a move in that regard. But it all until starts, then I don't see them doing it. It all starts four thirty. All starts tonight. Today, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it very Wiseman much. Wiseman watch. Yeah. We run it? up and down. Uh, the one thing that I think he's proven he can do at the NBA level, and he hadn't really had a chance to prove that he can do much. He can run the floor, and that's not nothing for a center. He can get up and down the floor. There's points to be had just by doing that. That's one thing I think we know that he can do. I remember the first video I saw of him when he played in Memphis, South Carolina State or somebody, and it was like he was like a man playing with boys. He just ran up and down and go, dunk, 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 dunk. So I do think if he's healthy, that's one thing. If he's not running the floor, to me, that'll be a potential red flag. So that's one thing I'll be watching for. And when you talk about trade value and you you talk about James Wiseman, didn't, it was only about three games at Memphis before the NCAA violation 
Then he plays with the Warriors. And now he's been out. We really haven't seen him, and a text texter mentioned this earlier, haven't seen him play consistently since high school. Yeah, just a few G League games last year, and he was, and I saw some of that, and it was like, he was, okay, that, that, that's all right. And then, shut, and shut him down. And he's going to have to give you real minutes. Yeah. So now, maybe the question is, I'm sitting here saying, well, the hope is that this center, whoever the backup center is, doesn't have to get on the floor, but the more you think about it, this backup center is probably going to have to get on the floor at times where Steve Kerr is, there's still going to be teaching moments. Is once he gets healthy, mm-hmm. then there's going to be teaching moments. So, and you really need you really need something from that position. And I'm seeing reports now as far as Joe Lacob wanting to to buy the A's and make sure they stay in Oakland. To me, and now you have Dub Nation saying, "Well, look, he's trying to buy yeah. the A's for 1.2 billion dollars, and he can't keep GP two. That's apples and oranges. <laughs> am I am I off base there? To me, that's not the same thing. Well, to me, it's not the same thing because I'm, you know, not that finances is my specialty, but if if I'm Joe Lake, if I spend that money on the A's, whatever it is, what'd you say it would be? 1.18 billion dollars. He can make money off of that, right? right. He can make money off of that. With the with the Warriors, they're making money, but it gets to the point with the luxury tax where you get to the point of diminishing returns. Yeah. Where I think I can still win without doing that, and I'm making less money if I do that. So, I, yeah, I'm with you. It's, it's, and as a fan, yeah. as an analyst, as a host, whatever it is, I was just always taught to not put my hands in other people's pockets. Joe Lacob has brought four champ- like four championships. I'm not going to sit here and... and and second guess this guy when That's, he's already they're setting the standard. I don't know him. I've never met him. But the, you can't criticize him for not spending money. Off it's a like championship, no way. Yeah, off a championship, there is still confetti in the streets. Yeah, and, and they want they want Joe Lacob's head. Yeah, keep GP too. Just doesn't make sense. Although I guess in in a roundabout way, it speaks to what a good job he and the Warriors have done. Where you have fans who feel that strongly about the product and the individual players, right? Last chance, you 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 refresh your career. It's a it's a mutual it's a mutual business, right? M- mutual business. It was good for GP two. It was good for the Warriors. Thank you. It yeah. was good for Otto Porter Jr. It was good for the Warriors. Thank you. Mm-hmm. In a couple of years, it'll be DiVincenzo. It's a cycle. Mm-hmm. Get used to it, people. Until the core is done, you can't pay everybody. 2023, 2023, 2024. End of that season. Clay's a free agent. Draymond's a free agent. You got to give an extension to Jordan Poole. Are you going to extend? Andrew Wiggins, are you going to give him a new contract? That same year, 2023, 2024, Kaminga's up for his rookie extension. Get used to it. You can't keep everybody. And and Bob Myers said that there were limits to this. So stop acting like they didn't say this. They told you. I think that there's something to be said for this as well. And maybe Portland's not the best example, but there's something to be said for spending money maybe a little more than you would have otherwise to take a player from one of the teams that you're chasing Mm -hmm. right yeah so yeah i know portland's like well they're pretty far from the worst okay but yeah we're gonna how can we close the gap well we get better also if we weaken them that also closes the gap exactly yeah it's it's and again, the luxury tax, that money, yeah. some of it goes back to the teams that aren't in it. Man, Joe Lacob owning the A's, that would just be unbelievable. Ownership for the A's. They have never, 
Well, they did have that briefly with, during the Bash Brothers era, and they were fantastic. But you had Charlie Finley, who was cheap, and then you had after you know the Haas family sold the team. Man, that would be incredible. On the text line here, Comcast Business text line, always open, 888-957-9570. How did the fans feel about GP3 and Auto Porter three months ago? I think they liked him. They just assumed that everything's great and they will stay. I never thought Auto Porter was going to stay from the the day they signed him. When I saw people overreacting to Auto Porter leaving, GP2, okay. When I saw that, some people just want to complain. Yeah. Some people just want to complain. I mean, nobody thought... Auto Porter Jr. was going to stay. It was I, about yeah. GP2 and Looney. Mm-hmm. And you went one for two. Yeah. You're batting 500. I thought Looney was almost certainly going to stay. GP2, I thought was, eh, we'll see. And Porter, I thought there's no way. Yeah. So I'm I'm not surprised. I just, I don't know what, what they were supposed to do. Uh, from the 510, Dwight Howard is the most overrated center in the NBA in my lifetime. Kobe was right. He is SOFT. That's from Gio in the 510. I'll tell you what, though, Dwight Howard, to me, not that we want to wander down this path here so late in the show. Dwight Howard, I'm not a fan, but he's a Hall of Famer, no question. He's a Hall of Famer. Well, no also, question. I'm pretty sure it's basketball is the easiest to get into the Hall of Fame. But even if it wasn't, the criteria seems to be the easiest. Right. But even if it wasn't, Dwight Howard would be in. Well, I you mean, can get in for what you did in college, but he didn't go to college. He's just, you know, right? when he was with Orlando, he put up unbelievable numbers. I think people get the the the, the Kobe thing, that Kobe year just really damaged what everybody thinks about him and it's yeah, a, you, you, Nash, you forget dude, didn't they have kobe and steve they nash did. and dwight howard they did and dan tony was a coach and was like whoa mm-hmm. yeah yeah but I, I think the whole thing with kobe it, people will never be able to look at dwight howard the same way again I, okay let's go through it eight-time all-star 2020 nba champ that's Eight-time, right eight-time all nba Five-time all-defensive player. Yeah. Defensive player of the year, I think. Three ta- three-time defensive player of the year. Yeah. Yeah, and he was just a rebounding machine. Mm-hmm. So, Hall of Famer, but yeah, right now, I don't want any part of him. From the 510, I don't care how Wiseman looks. To me, it's the day after. He is very skilled. He just needs to be healthy. I agree he needs to be healthy as far as how skilled he is. I don't know that anyone knows right now because he just well, hasn't been able to develop those he's skills. He's got some touch. He's got some touch. He can shoot the basketball. I think where the it's the learning curve. It's exactly what we've seen with Kaminga. Everybody, everybody kept saying we got to get Kaminga out there. It's the things that you don't necessarily see. He can play defense. It's the rotations. This isn't this isn't pickup basketball where hey go lock him down. There's screens. You're getting screened mm-hmm. off. It was it, he was missing rotations. It, th- those are the things that. Wiseman is going to get caught up on. But when you watch him just, if you were to see him in a pickup game or just watch Wiseman play, he's got touch. He can shoot the basketball. Obviously, he he can play above the rim. That's something the Warriors haven't had since JaVale McGee. Do you remember the play against Detroit in his rookie year? It was early in the year. And it was very early in the season. And one of the various Plumleys, you know, Marty, I don't know. There's so many Plumleys. There's a lot. Know. Yeah. My, it was Marion Plumley, And he blocks the shot. Wiseman does. And then goes coast to coast and dumps yeah. it. It's like, wah! Right? Yeah. So yeah. he's got, he's, he they, has they, the tools. They gave him too much. They put too much on his plate. I thought, and I, my guess is the coaching staff would have done this, but there was pressure because he was a number two pick. They should have based his minutes on how much progress he made defensively. 
which is what they did with the rookies last year. Like Moody talked about that. Like I missed a rotation, then I sat down. They should have done that with Wiseman. It's like you're a big part of our future, but if you can't defend, you can't play. That's just the way we do things. And I think they kind of did that a while. Then they went back and forth. Then they decided we're going to play him. I don't think they did him any favors the way they used him. And I actually think they learned from the way they used him and applied that to Kaminga last year. If you were a betting man, and what, they're 82 games. Let's do the over-under on the amount of games that James... We can do plays, or we can do start. Okay. I, I wanted to even go I'm going to be an optimist. I'm going to... Yeah, I just okay. want to be optimistic. 82 games, over-under, 40 games does James Wiseman play. I would go over, and I'd bet a lot on it. Really? Yeah. You, you put the because mortgage I, on it, huh? Uh, I'd put your mortgage on it. <laughs> I'd put some of your Panama property. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Well, it's good because I don't have any yet. But yeah, once I, I, know, do, I know. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that is, it's a great point. But I just I just want to be optimistic. I'm just hopeful. Um, if if it's under, then, I mean, that'd be terrible, right? That would probably mean I'm gonna, this, well, it didn't work out. To your point, I'm going to go over because... Some people might not think that the Warriors need Wiseman because they won without him, but I think the Warriors do need Wiseman this season. Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to think until the Warriors win a championship without him again, to yeah. be completely honest with you. There are situations, and I, and we get it, but he's a number two pick. He he, they're, they're so, Some level of this, he's getting paid. I'll put it to you like this. He's getting paid. He's getting paid, what, 12 mil a year, something like that. Get on the court. Let's see what you can do. And I get it. He's not, not that he doesn't want to play. He's been injured. But this idea that we're just going to chalk it up to a loss, I'm not ready to do that. There's also this, Alan, as anyone knows, as I'm sure you know, anyone who paid attention to the Warriors, shows is gone. Oh, big deal, right? JTA's gone. Well, Steve Kerr plays a lot of guys. Damian Lee, as yeah. much as everybody. Yeah. Why did the, okay, so did the Suns get Damian Lee for some inside intel? Is that why they got Damian Lee? Damian Who knows? Lee's a good shooter. Everybody, everybody like, he's terrible. Right. Everybody wanted him gone. Well, the team that, I'll, yes, they the Warriors won the whole thing, but the team that was the one seed, the Suns, they think Damian Lee's pretty good. Yeah. He's like, remember Tevin Coleman and mm -hmm. 49er fans? Like, he's the worst player ever. And you look at his numbers like, it's actually pretty good, but 49er fans couldn't stand him. Same way with Damian Lee last year. And my point is, okay, he, yeah, he didn't play well in the playoffs. I know that. But you have to get something out of somebody over 82 because that's how Steve Kerr, that's one tool he uses, one tactic he uses to get his veteran core through 82 games. And right now, you just don't have enough guys to do that. No, you don't. You don't. Well, 650, are we putting too much on all the rookie plates? Kerr always said he wanted to bring the rooks up slow. Depending on what they do, other moves they make, I mean, it's certainly something to keep in mind. This is the beginning. I mean, they're, you're in the swim class, and you're making your way towards the deep end, but they're not being thrown in the deep end, I wouldn't say. So I don't think they're putting too much on it because these aren't rooks from the, the second round. These are lottery picks. Yeah. So I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll know whether they're ready or not once they, once they start playing next year. Uh, as I said earlier, based on the way Kaminga played in his summer league debut, trade him. Right, Alan? I think you disagreed with that. <laughs> and I'm yeah, kidding maybe. because somebody's going to tag. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here's your whitey said trade, Kaminga. I'm kidding about that. Right. Yeah, yeah but you obviously want to see the rust get off from Kaminga. And in Summer League, you can't win for losing because if you play well, you're Kaminga mm -hmm. and you've been in the league and you're a champion. If you don't play well, oh, and, and you're playing against fringe guys and G-leaguers mm -hmm. and college guys, if you don't play well, 
you're playing against fringe guys and G leaguers. So mm-hmm. just uh, Moses Moody dropped 34, and I don't think anybody batted an eye. Right. That's just just play well. Playing well. He's it, ready for the minute. It's just like when you show up somewhere. Being early is actually being on time. If you're on time, you're late. I think that was in Drumline. If you play well, that's really just you doing your job. If you don't play well, then we have problems. But yeah. no one is going to say, look at this guy. He destroyed it in summer league. Look at Mac McClung on the Warriors. Great highlight reel if you got some free time from high school and even some in college as well. He's been balling. He, mm-hmm. he was a G League Rookie of the Year, and he's trying to get on the roster. Yeah. And if he's on the Warriors roster, which he probably won't make, that means that these other teams didn't really give him a look. Mm-hmm. That's why it all comes down to this with Wiseman. They need him to give them something next year. Yeah, well, he's a center. They don't need a center. They won last year. Okay, but they don't have the guys they had. Well, it takes them a long time to develop. Look, Someone says Otto Porter was a number three pick, and look how long it took him to establish himself. Understand that. But given where the roster is right now, regardless of position, you have so much invested in Wiseman. Hopefully he's healthy, but they're going to need something from him next year because you only have so many roster spots, and Steve Kerr, uh, likes to use his whole roster during the regular year, especially when he has such a veteran core. So that's why it's so important to start getting something from Wiseman, and hopefully he can stay on the court starting today. Mm-hmm. Otto Porter Jr. again was a guy who injuries throughout his career. So he had flashes, and you knew what he could do. Yeah. But, and even now, I think he's probably out of his prime or on the way I would out. think so. He's yeah. over the hill yeah. or on the way to be over, over, over the hill. So... I don't if if you're telling me and this is no knock on Otto Porter Jr., but it is a good point as far as, you know, sometimes these guys, just because you're a third pick, that doesn't really mean anything. Otto Porter had a nice career in the league, but you would hope James Wiseman has a better career than Otto Porter Jr. What is the over under on your score today at Olympic Club? Where would you put it? If I am specifically with it being Olympic, if I'm I'm be honest, man, I'm not even that good. If I'm low nineties, I'd be really happy at Olympic. Okay, so like 93? That would be nice. At Olympic, I'll take that. I can see you're ready today. Mm-hmm. You've got it. You've got that Moses Moody look when you talk about yeah. it. I'm taking the under. I Thank you, going, sir. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know I if w- you're breaking 90, but a 91 is happening. I'll take it. All day, every day. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. Thank you, sir. Really appreciate it. Learn a lot. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 